Welcome to the Joe Rogan Universe Podcast. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your hosts, Adam Thorne and Garrett Hess. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one of all time. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Joe Rogan Experience Review listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash review. In 2021, mental health is finally a thing. So many people are struggling right now and aren't feeling like their normal selves. Therapy helps. And it doesn't have to be sitting around just talking about your feelings. So what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. You can privately talk to someone if you feel like you're not dealing well with your stress or you're having relationship issues. Whatever you need. Don't be ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You can keep it private that way. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is all about. See if it's for you, because you are your greatest asset. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash review. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review joined as always by my co-host whose uh, birthday it is today i just found that out happy birthday garrett happy birthday my brother there from jamaica go. road boy 39 damn so damn. i am i am basically exactly a year older than you right yeah I mean, two totally time, two times two times smarter but like <laughs> one year it's just the accent <laughs> fools everybody Fair enough. All right. Uh, this week was an interesting week. Lex was on. Love Lex. I have to say, anytime he's on, I can't wait to do a pod uh, with him. And then Neil Blomkamp was was truly fascinating um, podcast. I mean, I, I've loved that guy's movies forever. I had no idea who he was or or why he was making them and any of those. But um, right. the we're, we're gonna skip over Zuby. And Megan Murphy, only because not that their conversations weren't interesting, but Zuby was basically all COVID stuff and opinions, right. and Megan Murphy was like all kind of like gender issue stuff. Which, to be honest, these things like they're coming up a lot, and we have to talk about it a lot because it gets covered on his podcast. But honestly, sometimes I don't want to think- talk about it. If you're into it and you need a top up, listen to those ones. But otherwise, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna stick with Lex and Lex and you gotta Neil. Mitigate, for now. We gotta mitigate mitigate the uh, mitigate that stuff. But, but I, dude, I, I all I know is this: if I'm getting super bored of talking about it, guaranteed people right, are getting right. super bored of listening uh, to I it. Can't. <laughs> I like it's weird thumbing through. I mean, we don't have to mention to it, but it's just like it seems like this cancel idea. It's always just like that's like the new like fun thing to do. Like it's almost like a weird like Hunger Games kind of fucking feeling. It's like, people love to see. 
I don't understand. Is that like I was just talking to my girl, like what's about like human nature, and it's like only humans would do that. Like these, it is these kinds of behaviors, like the, literally only humans. Like animals don't do this shit to each other. Yeah, I mean, you honestly, you can see it in so many aspects of life. I guarantee that the average yeah. review of anything, an Amazon right. product, um, you know, a movie or a show on Netflix or even a podcast is like significantly lower during right. cancel culture because people are just more right. mad about it things. just seems like that's like the, the, the narrative now it's like that's what everybody wants to focus yeah. on it's I, I i hope that other people are finding it vaguely humorous at this point like i hope you can find the humor in that because it's just like we've really pushed the envelope so fucking far at this point now it's like what else is there yeah I don't know. I, mean, I don't know I what mean, else. Look, if we're I, I talking really about canceling people like Gavin Newsom, yes, I'm all about it. Recall him. He ruined the state during COVID. I don't like, know if that's cancel, valuable. I mean, that that but, said, I don't know if you cancel that. I just don't give him this. Like we just don't give him the platform. Like let's all just be a little bit. Yeah, more I hope he has a good life and like, carries on. Just I don't care. Doesn't I mean, I don't scam care and lie to anybody does. anymore. But well, that seems to be the like the common theme of politicians, huh? Yeah, they love that. I think that's why they get I mean, into why? it, so they can scam and lie. I mean, what? And, and that's what we, you would hope they would get into it with the mindset of like, I want to change culture, I want to change humanity at some like level. I would, yeah, hope, good luck for the like. I mean, with it, but the thing that when you make it into a job and you have a salary for that kind of occupation, it seems like you need to seek that out. Yeah, without like compensation, I would assume. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's uh, it'd they, be good to have best of both worlds, but it's like that seems like those are kind of they don't those. That's like a conflict of interest. Yeah, it's money and power, man. That's what they want. Right. And power is right. too addictive, so they forget what they even were trying to get in there for. <laughs> and then all that re-election that? No. bullshit. Like as soon as they're in, they're starting to think about getting elected again. I mean, it's right. it's a it's a slippery slope even for them. I get it. Is that like a? Is that like a? I mean, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into it with Neil about him talking about characters and whatnot. But like, do you think that's like a character trait to like desire power? Like, what that has to be like some sort of, I mean, ultimately a biological instinct to want something. Uh, it's, it comes down to probably survival at the end of the day. But it's like it's just an interesting thing to want power over other people. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just that it's so addictive that. Once people get a taste for it and realize what they can do with it, they they can't. They don't want to give it up ever. Do you I mean, do, do you ever desire? I mean, I, I'm not trying to say that I'm some enlightened being. I just don't know that I really desire any power over anybody. Like it doesn't seem peaceful. I guess it, it depends, seem- like how you define it, right? I mean, pretty much everybody wants a lot of money, and money is power. And then to say you don't want power over people, I mean, money buys you that in a sense. Like, people will do things for you because you can pay them. True. So I always think about I always think about money as freedom, but I guess that could be associated with what you're saying because it provides you that option. So Well, I, it does depend on how you spend it, obviously. But, right. um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think that anybody can get – it's a slippery slope, so anybody can get tricked by it. And before you know it, you're in right. deep. And then you're starting more to money, really, money. <coughs> you know, you, your values are getting tested at that point, probably. Yeah. Depends. More money, more problems, but 
Yeah, we don't have to worry about that. So we just have a bunch of problems, and we're poor. No. Hey, our our lives are pretty fucking good, but I, I, let's 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 acknowledge. That. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a happy guy. Not too many complaints. I try not to get too upset about things. Um, but anyway, let's jump onto the Lex uh, Friedman podcast. Um, obviously, Lex is he's. It's so interesting to listen to him now, like even as a Rogan guest, because like his evolution of podcasting and becoming well known is is all happened fairly recently, and he's yeah. taken to it well. I mean the yeah. the the kind of celebrity that he's become is uh, a good version of one. Like he's still very ethical and well thought out, and you know has this very different life now that he's well-known and and he's doing really good things about it i mean it's interesting having him on rogan because there was one point where he said he was talking about a a specific guest and he was like man i really wish that he was on rogan right now so i could listen to it instead of having to interview (laughs) it right that's funny (laughs) no i thought that was i thought that was a lot he's so authentic it's like refreshing you know what i mean it's it's almost I don't want to say too much. It's like just enough, but it's like so 100% just I I am Lex. And, and you got to appreciate his like character and like ethics for sure. Yeah, definitely. But even when he was saying that to Joe, I thought that's, that is interesting because sometimes I hear certain guests on Rogan and I'm like, oh man, I wish I was hearing this on Lex's show just because he has such a different style and right. he often gets the more of the details specifically and sometimes you want that out of certain guests so it's like cool that you have like these different you know i love it it's like if joe rogan got a phd that's that's what that show should be he's like he's he's like can i read you a poem and joe's like did you write this one too hilarious (laughs) he's like no it was just funny it's like funny but i mean it's good like he was talking about playing hendrix on there too that would have been a ballsy play but yeah right. It, it was just like I, the way he was like I'm not. He was like you got into the comments, didn't you? Like that. That's so funny how much that probably. I mean, I've never really read comments from time to time. I like it's usually it's interesting too. Like if you watch something on Instagram, like normally the first thing that comes to your mind is the first fucking comment. Yeah. So it's just interesting to. I, I normally don't thumb through it, but I do find it interesting. That's like the normal like consciousness or like thought process tends to like be very centralized of like what what would you think and it's like bam right in front of you it's just interesting the how human beings think about different shit yeah for sure have you watched have you watched any of those like crate challenges of late oh yes snoop dogs instagram (laughs) guys don't try and walk over crates I like way too difficult people, just people eating shit everyone's falling off those things <laughs> you can't snoops it, what i love about snoop is like this is like some guy's backyard and snoop's like yeah i'll put it on my instagram with 69 million people can watch this like that's how well, good no, that think, is no i'm sure snoop has somebody doing his shit for him and he's like just keep the funny shit rolling so it keeps the channel moving oh yeah no doubt well people probably just send it to him and he reposts it those are pretty hilarious though 
fucking hilarious. Instagram's still relevant, man. It's th- you know, it's like you know all the beef with Twitter and like how frustrating that is, and like I don't even mess with Twitter at all. I've but, never fucked with Twitter. Yeah, know. Instagram's still, still they're doing their thing. Still works for me. I'm in. It's just funny. It's just a it's lot of funny shit on that. It's, I just, I just told my girl. I was like, it's my cousin hasn't reached out to me like via text happy birthday but he, he posted like 10 pictures on facebook which i appreciate him putting it together it's just an interesting way to communicate like it is what it is like i love it it's just a weird weird way wait what do you mean i'm, old. I'm not following this like he sent you just, like birthday I, 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 wishes on facebook yeah yeah just like a birthday like collage like happy birthday cuz which i do appreciate but like i it's just interesting how much like a human voice or like a call means like and I, it, it it's kind of like not one and the same because it takes time to put that shit together. So I appreciate it. <laughs> I know but what you mean, though. Yeah, I do. Just the human voice is like a, it goes a long way. Like I'd rather get a phone call than a birthday card. <laughs> right, right. Or it's like just, just don't even give me the goddamn gift card. Just like call me. Like, you remember when you were like <laughs> ten years old and you were like, I don't even want my aunt to visit. Just send me money. <laughs> It's like oh yeah, like when you open uh, cards, like you don't even care what's in there. If cash doesn't fall uh, out, you're like, I hate that member of my family. <laughs> Take it easy, but I only had a few ants. Like I appreciated those ladies. No, I didn't want any cards that didn't have money. In. <laughs> and if they got me a like a gift certificate, no, you know, oh, you could oh, only oh, oh, use okay, it at one see, place. Okay, so I got real upset. In- if there was money in the card, you'd take the time to read the card, but no money. Fuck the card. Yeah, I'm not reading nothing. <laughs> okay. I, I was like 10. I was calculating fuck how much cards. the card cost, and I was like, you could have just sent me that money. <laughs> I did have that same thought process on multiple occasions. I'm like, I appreciate the thought, but next time, just send the money not the thoughts right. yeah at that age i wanted two things toys and candy <laughs> and i needed money to get them I, there I was some obstacles in the way yeah right he-man was was my toy <laughs> right i needed i needed i was, more, I was more, more of a ninja turtle guy myself but what did you think about lex talking uh, uh about writing for 12 like he's gonna get into like writing 12 hours a day or something i like he likes to do I some like extreme shit well, that's what I'm saying. I like hearing him say it because I feel like he's the type of person, and I think we kind of come cut from that same cloth. It's like if you're gonna say it, then you better fucking do that shit. That's what I was thinking to myself. And I mean, I feel like hearing the few conversations that he's had, it, it makes you a little bit subconsciously closer to these people because you're like, all right, now I see how you th- see things, and I've heard you express yourself in certain ways. So. When I do hear him say that, like the thing that goes through my mind is like, all right, you better fucking do that shit and let's see what that comes from that. Like, I'm excited to see it because you will do it. Yeah. But let's see it. He's obviously a very say, disciplined guy. That's what I'm saying. To say you're going to read 12 to 14 hours a day and write, I mean, I can verbally say to you the hardest thing for me to do is, I mean, it's, it's that same book that Joe always promotes too, the 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 war of art it's not necessarily the art of war it's the war of art just sitting down and writing about it i expressed that multiple times just like putting yourself in front of the blank page is probably one of the roughest things for people that want to be moving around you know what i mean yeah when i used to try and write my uh comedy sets i mean you take like four hours of doing that three hours of it was just staring at the computer getting upset 
right? <laughs> it was hard. Typed, like everything. I mean, I've, I'm t- I've typed job. fucking. I've typed whole pages and then like literally just press delete like multiple times. Like it's because you're like so judgy of yourself. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very difficult like, to do. But you know, right. he's a disciplined guy. I think he's gonna do it. But along those same lines, I also think that he you know is learning to be careful about what he commits to because he was even talking about how he doesn't text uh, goggins back sometimes because he knows <laughs> he knows goggins is gonna make him that's, run I think a that marathon kind of, I think, no that's the exact i think that kind of just falls right in line with what i was just saying like that's exactly right because he would if he did text him and goggins did get back to him he'd be like fuck now i gotta do this run yeah that's how we would be that's how we would be too it'd be like all right i put myself out there now that that's when he was like i don't even check i don't even open the emails when i get to when i get here or whatever because he's like i don't want to read that shit just right away (laughs) but i appreciate the goggins mentality as i always preach to it's it's we took the day off today but i uh i just appreciate the discipline that 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 he has, obviously. Yeah, he's an absolute animal. It's terrifying. I mean, you can draw inspiration from it, but it's a, it's almost like, oh my god, I can't do that. Slow down. No, I, he's I, almost too it's good. good. I, it's not though. That's the thing. It's like set the bar fucking high, and then if if you fall short, you know the bar's been high the whole fucking time. So if you if you miss one minute, then at least you're still living better than 99% of the people other than fucking Goggins. Damn, son. Do you just drink a Red Bull before this podcast? You got wings? Or... I'm, I'm in Jamaica. I've had a couple of rums, but There we go. That explains it. <laughs> Rum and Red Bull talk. Here we go. If you, are you, do you think you're going to watch that QAnon documentary they keep jamming on about? I mean, Joe's going to talk about this for the next like few months for sure. At least I until mean, he gets through like, it. It sounds interesting, but what is this Trump thing? Like he mentions the number seventeen. I've never heard that. Oh, it's some that? it's some like subliminal message that keeps popping up through QAnon. It's like all in codes, <laughs> so that number has some value. There's, like, there's always a few connections, but it's like where do you draw the connections? I I don't know. I liked how. Uh, I think they were talking about AI quite a bit. Obviously, they talked about it in, in both, but it was like that seems like a slippery slope. The more and more we talk about it, and you you've been pretty uh, adamant about that Oculus too, yeah. Oh, love Not it. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big proponent of that. I think that I mean, right now where it's at, it's fun, but it's not amazing. But I think it's going to get pretty wild fast and you know obviously lex talks a lot about ai because he studies it and he doesn't really have it like a negative association with it what was he saying on the pod he wants to he's like mostly focusing on the human interaction with ai right it's like something that's not really that studied wasn't he talking about the robots but not being connected to uh I, i can't remember the name of that company that's What's the name of the big? Yeah, oh, uh, company, uh, yeah. Boston Dynamics. Boston Dynamics. Yeah, yeah they do all the backflips and fucking crazy parkouring. That shit, that shit's coming quick. That's the thing too. It's like with technology. I, I was listening to some. It's like we're just like not keep. Joe made mention to it. It's like humans just can't keep up with the amount of technology that our brains are producing. Dude, I'm gonna tell you this right now. 
I don't know how good those robots need to be, but like if they rolled them out and were like, right, they're now the cops. I would like... be down. Number one, <laughs> well, listen. Really? Number one, I don't think you need to arm them, right? Because cops have guns to protect themselves. I mean, right. they do also have them to like protect other people. But if you look at other countries that where the cops don't have guns, like England, the cops don't have guns. And really? there's pros and cons to all of it. Like, look, I'm an American now, okay? I'm still English, but I have citizenship here. I don't mind that cops have guns here. I'm not, like, anti-gun by any stretch of the imagination. But a lot of times they should have them because if they're pulling people over, you know, it's dangerous for them and people shoot at them. But if it's a robot, it can just get shot at and continue to pursue it can give you like Google style answers back. So you, they'd actually be useful enough to go up to and be like, hey, can I get directions? You know, I mean, look, cops aren't always that friendly. That's that's how I see them. Like they're, yeah, they're not, yeah. you know, it says protect and serve. They're not they're not super polite a lot of times. They're kind of grumpy and called, they're not the first people I go up to to like, you know. Shouldn't it be called peace officers not police officers well peace officer kind of sounds a bit dopey (laughs) i mean look i want them to protect me (laughs) for sure but but you know no but i mean it sounds but i mean i wonder if that would even i think those are all rational thoughts i mean that makes sense it's just that it, as impartial they would be to like give you the best directions. They would also be like, "Oh, you just jaywalked. We're cutting your fucking finger off." I would think too. There would, it would have to be a weird description. Well, I mean, look, line. they would they would follow the law, but maybe they could also assess certain situations. Okay. Like if they pull you like, over and you've been arrested fourteen times in the last month, then obviously you're a problem. So they're like, "Here's the thing." If you have no criminal record, you know, there would be a whole algorithm for it. Like, they'd figure it out. I'm just saying, if we're letting cars drive themselves, maybe we could have robot police. Robocop was a dope movie. I mean, I feel like that is good in theory. I just feel like that could go slippery real quick, especially if who's in charge of those fucking robots is the question. Yeah, but they're not like, I don't know. Maybe it would sort out the racist thing. Because they wouldn't be at a, they wouldn't they ta- take that into account. They'd be like, oh, "We're just arresting you because you broke the law." Right. I'm not saying cops yeah, are racist. It. I'm just saying that people think that they are, and probably some are, for sure. There's, there's gonna. I mean, there's gonna be some profiling. So what I'm hearing is you're not down for my robot police officer idea. I just, I, I'm not not down. <clears throat> I think you made some valid points. It'd just be it. It's probably where we're heading to, it seems like, especially like you said. If it's, I feel like you can cut down a lot of crime, but I feel like crime produces so much big business in a lot of ways, too. Like, if people weren't committing crimes or we didn't make certain things crimes, honestly, I don't want you to steal. I don't want you to murder. But, like, other, like, uh, like non-hurting like people crimes that we've turned into these things that have become so financially, like, profitable based on the court system there's lawyers getting paid there's a ton of people getting paid well right? yeah there's a look man there's always going to be like the fuckery of <laughs> politics and everything there's no way around well that's that, what i'm but... saying who's going to be in charge of those robots because i think there's going to be some fuckery involved with the robots is my point yeah but i'm like, saying they're probably just... not going to program them to be like evil they're gonna there's going to be right. oversight 
Well, it's like talk training. To talk to QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> Going deep in the conspiracies. They they brought up the Afghanistan thing for a little bit, right? And the mess dude, in that. Dude, let me tell you this story real quick of a friend of mine. So he's used to be, um, he's ex special forces, like Green Beret, I think, Army. And he spent like a whole day working with uh, the CIA like last week or someone from there trying to get an interpreter out of Afghanistan, like getting him all the passes and all the different things that he needs to get out. And he's like telling me the story. This guy has a five kids, was an interpreter for our special forces for many years. Now he's stuck there. And they're trying to, like, get him out of there. And the Taliban are next to this base. And they're shooting into the crowd. Dude, the, just f- from basically knowing nothing about this kind of thing, really, than other than what we see on the news. And then hearing what this poor guy had to go through. Like, Dude, I have a friend that has five kids. And he can barely get them all up and going in the morning. Like, it's a lot of work. Imagine dragging him back and forth at, between bases and, like, trying to get him Dude, to the... Just- it was just and then scary. and then to just be feel like you completely got sold out on by your whole fucking squad probably you know what i mean like i've been obviously he had some motivations in order to take care of his family but either way it's like dude i i did you a solid like this is how i don't know man those images that i saw those fucking huge ass planes with all those people on it it's just like look i mean that's a rough rough pill to swallow watching other people deal with that kind of stuff right now especially it's like I, from a human standpoint, it's just it's hard to watch those images because you're like, man, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, my heart goes out to them. You know, they're right. like these are people with families trying to stay alive and live a life, and and they're just thrown into complete chaos. And probably a lot of them don't have much anyway. You and know, would it take fucking like forty eight hours for the Taliban to take back over? See, after that's what I don't understand. What? I'm like, how the hell? Do, did they manage to do this made, We made no impact, like zero. There's zero impact that's been made if you're willing to say the Taliban just took over within 48 hours. Yeah. Right? We've barely like, started opening and, you know, restaurants well, whole, again, and they are managing to take over an entire country. Granted, I'm getting bits and pieces, but I just saw this thing that said that Biden wasn't going to pull out until August 31st. Like, I don't know if that's his, like compensation or like reparation we'll try and get everybody out in the next five days like is that i could be fucking this up because i've only seen it on the news and caught in snippets but that's what i read and that's what i saw huh so it's just like it's it's a weird i mean either do a job or don't like it's weird to be like put put it on him because you come into those situations not like as a as a president now you deal with the shit that happened before and it seems to be the culmination of just constant oh yeah no doubt i'm sure the wheels for this were turning before he got in and now he has to figure it out too and And there's probably no good answer there's no good answer all i think about is i hope someone figures out a good way to help as many people as possible like i I just feel awful like knowing that after all that time you know of like trying to separate them right. from the rule of, uh, you know, the Taliban. Now it's like, all right, you're all on your own. It just seems brutal. Yeah, I feel like we can do better than that. It's America. Come on. I hope we got I, this. I, I hope. 
We need to start fucking spitballing some solutions here, though. That's for sure. I, yeah. I, like, I was kind of hoping Lex had some. I was like, Lex probably has yeah. a smart thing to say. No. Not that he didn't, but, it, like, maybe no one knows what the fuck to do. It's weird to, it's weird to think about the North Korea situation and you think about that situation, but then you bring it right back to, like, where, where we're at and we have the homeless situation here. It's like, what battle do we pick to fight? <laughs> I don't know. You, you know what I mean? There's people yeah. starving in our country, but, I mean, it's like we try and play these, like, prestigious like i don't know we've got it all figured out shit but we've got enough problems going on here and it's like i don't want to say that because we do have the resources and we do have the opportunity to provide a lot for other places but i think it's something like you do you do what you can right what's in your reach like i can't change anything in afghanistan and i can't do much about the homeless but i can take the people in my life that i care about and and help them in whatever ways i can and be a good support and and hopefully even like a moral example in some way i mean you know i it doesn't sound like you're doing a lot there but you probably are like that's probably a good start for everybody to kind of do that that sort of thing i agree who knows man we're not gonna figure it out there's no way but keep talking (laughs) about it let's keep trying keep trying let's jump over to neil blomkamp um legendary director district nine elysium Chappie. uh shoot what other movies he made oh, i forgot but dude district not district nine was a i think i brushed it off initially and then i watched it a second and third time and i was like this movie couldn't could be not too far off in the future Dude, it's really good though, isn't it? Like it's a yes. really interesting alien movie. Right. Like, I've never heard Joe talk with such passion about alien movies. Oh, he's a big fan. He often brings up aliens. He <laughs> no, loves the alien it, movies. But yeah, he's he's a big movie fan. I mean, those movies are great though. They are so different. It was ballsy as hell that he you know, put his friend in. You know, the guy right. in District 9? That guy was excellent, though. I forgot yeah. that he wasn't famous Dude. because since that right. movie, he's been in a lot of things. So I was like, oh, he wasn't right. famous when he did that? That's I didn't realize that. <laughs> it's it's funny how Hollywood works. Did you hear him talk? Not to segue, but when he talked about shearing his ear off. Oh, yeah, she- yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, bro. Can you imagine, like, hitting a bump in, like, a Hummer? And just sliding your ear like completely off on some fucking fifty caliber gun. Yeah. Well, they made the they made that vehicle from Halo, right? Because <laughs> no, he was gonna make that saying. movie. Yeah, he made the I mean, the the warthog. <laughs> I think it's called. The way he just sliced the, his ear off. The way he described that kind of pain, I've had that kind of pain one other time. But I like. But it's almost like you probably felt it too. If you like broken a bone or something, it's like that overwhelming. But like. I guess this is just how I deal with it. Kind of pain otherwise. Like I severed my eyelid. My eyelid was like hanging down over my eyeball. Yum. And then I was like. <laughs> and I just remember waking up in the back of the like ambulance. Wiggling my toes and wiggling my, my fingers. And I was like, oh, it'll be all right. <laughs> well, you know, I cut my I cut my thumb off last year, right? Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Shooting it with a bow or something, right? Yeah, it was a crossbow accident. Guys. <laughs> Let me tell you a little safety tip about crossbows 
Uh, it may seem very obvious to pretty much everyone that's ever seen one, but for some reason, I did not realize. When you're firing a crossbow, don't stick your thumb up in the air because there's a string that's under a lot of tension that will fly forward and literally slice your entire thumb off. And the shock is is amazing. You just that was such an staring at your thumb, hanging, going, "Did that really just happen?" Wow, <coughs> that was that was such an interesting time for that to happen too. Like mid Kobe, like just out in the wilderness shooting thumbs off. Yeah, was... <laughs> yeah. I went I went dove hunting the next day. Brutal. It's life. life. Yeah, bug. brutal. Life. I couldn't believe it. We get to the hospital and they're like, "You're kind of in a good mood for having you." thumb cut off i was like well it's gone now so they were able to fix it though it looks it looks pretty much like a normal thumb now it feels weird but yeah when he described the slicing of the ear that definitely came back to me i was like wow that is a shocking like feeling there's certain there's certain painful moments in your life where you're like i I, I will not forget this moment Mm. Mm. only a handful I, I probably only have a handful i remember i fell through the roof trying to like get a cable cord and i fell right through the drywall and snapped my ankle right before football camp that was a pain i would not like to instill on anybody else but what would you say the worst pain you've ever had is in your life I, I, one comes to mind not even a broken bone oh i got a, a i got a burn but yeah. I think burns seems to be yeah. It was like a boiling pot of water like spilled all over my hand, and it was Ooh, agony because yeah. it just the way it throbs and it doesn't go numb. Like when I cut my thumb off, it actually kind of yeah, went just, numb like right away. It just st- it just stays hot if it's burning. Yeah, but the burning one was horrific. That was that was probably s- the worst. I was gonna say either an ear infection or I had a staph infection in my thumb, and my thumb got to be almost two sizes the same size as my left thumb. Before I was like, I should probably go to the like I was going crazy, like I was like putting it under hot water, putting it under cold water, trying to sleep with it in like a cold water thing. I'm like, I'm gonna overcome, I'm gonna overcome, and then I was like, uh, it's two times the size. And I went to the doctor, and he's like, Yeah, I've never seen anything like this and he like poked a hole in it and all this black shit just came out of my thumb wait what so what happened that was a staph infection yeah it was a staph infection i've never experienced any kind of like unruly pain other than like i had it like i said i had a swimmer's ear one time like i went too deep in my ear like it felt like there was like an ice pick in my ear but the staph infection was a close second yeah earaches can be really (laughs) earaches and toothaches can be real bad Dude, it's like so overwhelming the pain sometimes. Man, I wish I'd saw your thumb. That sounds gross. Oh, oh, it was gnarly. I wanted to get it on picture, and he like he had a like a he had like a napkin over it, and I was like, let me see. He's like, you don't want to see it. And I looked over, and it was just like, but I'll tell you what. Once he pressed the thing, the amount of pressure that came out of like my whole body, I was just like, oh. <laughs> like, I, like <laughs> it was like the amount of like release was like so amazingly intense and it was crazy from such a small little hole in my fucking like cuticle of my thumb caused all that pain and like turmoil in my body and then he just like poked a hole in it and it was gnarly but it was like there was one it was like a 
orgasmic moment where I was just like, oh my God, I'm, I can live again. It's like, it's like finally releasing <laughs> oh, a fart after holding it in <laughs> for an entire day. You're like, oh, similar, you. similar, similar, but like life and death. But yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> what did they yeah, give you? Did they give either. you just antibiotics for that and it cleared up? Or? No, I, I don't think he numbed it up. He put like a shot in it and then he just like made this small little incision. I just remember it just came gushing out like a fucking lava train. Ooh. It was gnarly. It was not. It was People not, think it was, being a doctor would be a great job. It does not sound like it would be all that fun. Imagine just messing with all the gross stuff all day. The gross stuff would be terrible, but you're like saving fucking people's lives and other people's lives. And you're like, yeah, I just sewed them up and made them better. So that that's, Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> You what did you what did you think of, of some of the philosophy shit that Neil was talking about when he got into like he kind of feels like all oh, this is just a hologram that like one day he just uh, realizes was a dream he kind of believes well, in got, fate like everything's already well, he, happened yeah, he, was, he was quoting Nietzsche and like a lot of the stuff that I listened to see I mean I, I, I we've had this conversation about like whether or not it's all fate or whether or not but. <sighs> It's just interesting to think. It seems like so vain and so human to like be separate. Because if you really look at it, it's like we don't, we don't, we we grow from the world. We're like not like we're not, we're from the world. We're not like just put here. You know what I mean? It's, that's like a human thought that you're like put here. You you just grew out of the world like the fucking palm tree in some other way. You know what I mean? But we yeah, it's like distinct. We have this distinct vanity that, like, we are doing something that somebody else isn't doing. And, like, it's like the ego is just the only thing that controls the mind the majority of the time. You know what I mean? So it's like, you got to wonder, though, like, the idea that it's all predestined, right? That there is fate. It was all going to go this way anyway. It, so, so then, in a sense, it's like it's more like a ride, right? You get to Disneyland and you just get on the ride. And it's super entertaining, and some of it's scary, and some of it's fun, and some of it's weird, and some of it's kind of painful. And then you get done, and then it's like, here's what you probably learned. And you're like, wait a minute. Here's your picture of the ride. Here's your picture. Here's your $5 picture of the ride. I think that's a good way to look at it, to be honest. I mean, that's that's the way Joe always describes how Anthony Bourdain described life. He's like, Life is a fucking roller coaster. Ride it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, well, that's just a cool thing to say. If you're no, I mean cool it person. is, but it is that that's the thing. You don't necessarily have to like always put up walls and like find reasons why. You know. But I mean? then, it, what is of, the point of that? It's it's just right. like it's then what is pain and like discomfort and terrible tragedy? If it's like okay, we try and add meaning to it. Be like, oh yeah, uh, you're gonna learn something from this. And then from that, you'll be stronger and you can help others. That I like. But if it's like it was all going to happen to you anyway, then you're like, well, okay. Could it just happen less because it sucked? (laughs) I guess. I mean, I don't know. If if it was that easy, then it'd be easy, right? I don't know. I I (laughs) always get confused when you... But, you know, then Nietzsche's saying it. And, like, people so much smarter than we will ever be say that. And I'm like, I can't well, I got, make sense of it. I've kind of shifted my thought process for as far as like the like woo-woo as far as like everything happens for a reason. I kind of think more of like everything happens for a reason, more of like in a biological setting. Like it's just like one big Petri dish 
and everything is kind of balancing itself out to some regard. And we're definitely putting our fucking impact on that as humans. Mm. And I mean, <clears throat> that said, I mean, the world has responded like resiliently for fucking as many years as we've been here. So I don't know what the right answer is on anything. It just, uh, but at the end of the day, it seems like it's, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the right answer is, but fate or it, it feels better to believe that everything happens for a reason. I can tell you that because if everything happens for coincidence, it's just like what the fuck. Yeah, completely random. And then, but you know, take the story of me shooting my thumb off. I'm like, what was why? Why well, now? I just like I, what are I, we I doing just, here? I can tell you that I learned not to keep my fucking thumb up if I'm shooting a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to take some silver lining from that, time, I I guarantee I I'd be a lot safer with a crossbow. <laughs> I haven't tried shooting one again, but I probably will not do that in and the future. Anybody, anybody listening, you might have saved a couple thumbs. You know, you don't fucking know. I'd like to think so. If if you've had a crossbow <laughs> injury story, please write in and tell us all about it. I'd be interested to read it and also then i would feel less like an idiot every time i think about that <laughs> because it does make me feel like a moron for doing that that uh ted chan story he was talking about it's like a friend of his that writes uh um i think it was the ted chan story where the guy's brain he like got doubled his intelligence right. remember him that, talking about that, that story was, there was like a drug that he wait. took I was that did that correspond with him like talking about like a vampire being a scientist at the same time? I, I yeah, movie? I think it was the same guy that wrote that. I couldn't follow it. That story sounded pretty dope though. But like yeah. basically the Dude, guy had an injury, car wreck or something. All, and then those are all great screenplays. I'd watch all those movies. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the vampire one. He's gonna make that. Yeah. So right. that one sounds amazing. It's a real bummer he's not making the alien one though. Right. Who knows? time it, maybe maybe, come say, back and make maybe it. here and joe say that he wants them to make it who knows maybe inspire him you never know but the vampire one sounds dope i'd be down to watch that but then the the brains like the one where the guy got super intelligent what do you think you would do if you got super intelligent like so much more intelligent than all other humans what would your what's your play what's your first play well the the automatic human vein play would be all right how can i use this to a financial game hopefully right. you would think secondly and hopefully not secondly hopefully firstly from a humanitarian spot you'd be like how can i solve problems with all this knowledge because now i'm a little bit more enlightened so I yeah see, well you'd probably realize you need a lot of money and intelligence to solve problems but hopefully the, like i wonder how the monetary system like is that like we we've set it up and i'm not trying to say i'm a socialist i appreciate capitalism and like being successful obviously being raised in america that's just kind of bred in our bones but it's like was that how we were supposed to be because you don't see like one lion walking around the jungle i mean there's always one dominant lion but he's not fucking uh, where all these like material things came from and all this necessity for like goods is just like so again human in vain but it's just a weird lane to like completely focus on all the time yeah, maybe but if you were we time, do. Maybe if you're two maybe if you're two times smarter, none of that shit would even matter because you'd be so far past even acknowledging that shit. Is my thought. It, yeah, probably. I mean, who knows? We <laughs> never met a, anybody that did that. You'd have to look at right. really smart people that exist now and see what they're up to. Because the, the really smart people are usually the future thinkers and like 
don't necessarily aren't, aren't really worried about what other people are thinking about and they kind of hopefully separate the ego a lot of successful people have ego it just comes with the territory but well the guy with the highest iq ever recorded or alive today i think it's over 200 i think he's like a security guard Really? I'm pretty sure I googled that once, and that's what he does. So yeah, he obviously doesn't care too much to make tons of money. Probably just reads a load of books. I don't know. Be interesting. interesting. But he yeah, was I a know. he. I really liked that guy. The, Neil was was a fascinating dude. I mean, his obsession with UFO stuff. I liked that. When if you're a filmmaker, I want you to be really into ufos and aliens because those movies are often just fantastic i love that i really like the. i love that too i like the the passion that he talks about his craft too you know what i mean like the way he talked about like developing characters and doing the casting and doing the writing and the whole process that goes through the movie making like deal yeah you have to like everything when you're a director right because you've got to do so much He's telling that story about cruising around with the camera in his hand. I, you can like pick. It's like a, he's writing a story just when he's talking to it. Mm. Like picture what he's. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be. It would be wild to see how a movie gets made from like start to finish. I think that would be really interesting. I, I think that I'm sure there's documentaries based on that. There's got to be. Yeah, if no not, doubt. I'll find some time. I'll watch one. <laughs> let's let's definitely check out that Q and on though. I think that's going to be at least worth laughing at i know well we might as well because we know joe's going to talk about it for the next month so we might as well have our own opinions on it otherwise we're just reiterating something from a show we have not watched it's probably not useful but look man let's call it for today thank you everyone for listening um and uh review us give us five stars we appreciate it reach out anytime our emails in the bio follow uh, garrett there on instagram tell him what's up and thank you garrett happy birthday brother enjoy the rest of your trip appreciate you guys we love you peace and love later